Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We're going to chat to Suzanne McFadden on Valerie Adams. Yesterday, the great Valerie Adams announced her retirement from a sport she dominated for so many years. The two-time Olympic champion will end her career as one of New Zealand's greatest ever athletes. She now turns her attention to her sister, Lisa, who she'll continue to coach heading into the next Paralympics. To help us reflect on what has been an outstanding career, we thought we'd turn to Suzanne McFadden. She's the editor of Locker Room and has followed Val closely throughout her career. And we're stoked to have someone of her expertise on the show. Thanks for speaking to us, Suzanne. Good morning. Good morning, Izzy. What a lovely introduction. Thank you. Was oh, worth getting up I early. Mean, <laughs> oh, this ain't early, is it? Is this early for you? Surely you'll be up <laughs> at five thirty, having a nice coffee, going for a wee walk. Surely. Oh yeah, I have to wake Karen to get out of bed to go to work today. Quickly before we move on to today, Valerie Adams. Before we move on, how's Kez yeah. been? How's Kez been? And and has he been behaving at home? Has he been carrying his weight? Has he been offering any help and support around the house? Cooked you any meals? Bought you a nice <laughs> cup of tea? You know we've had this discussion before, Izzy, and he's um, <laughs> he's still not doing his washing. Oh, so my. you were going to work on that with him? Um, no, he's a good boy, and you know what? He loves his job. He loves working with you. So. Um, we're really impressed that he gets up every morning, um, rain or shine, and turns up to work. So He's telling us to wrap this interview already, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't I even can't the good comment part, on yeah. the washing. I can't even comment on the washing because I don't even do my own washing. So I, I, I feel your kids. I feel your kids. That's what good mothers are for. Man, my mum used to... Walk around everywhere for me and do that too. That's why we love our mums. I'm a mummy's boy and I'm sure Kez is a mummy's boy too. But appreciate you coming <laughs> on the show, Suzanne. Um, talk about Any Val. Time. Val, was, was, that, yeah. uh, was it the news that you kind of predicted? Um, obviously, she made the announcement she was going to have a media press conference. Um, we all assumed she was going to retire. But was it the right timing, do you feel, for, for Valerie Adams and, and, and where her yeah. career is at and what she's been able to achieve? You know, 
honestly, I was still 50-50 when I turned up mm. yesterday that um, she was going to retire. I thought there was still a part of me that thought, well, maybe she is going to go through to the Commonwealth Games and, and that will be her swan song. But, um, you know, when you think about it, 22 years she's compete- been competing for New Zealand. And I think that mm. we forget just how much she's achieved in those 22 years because she's, you know, always been there. And yeah. when um, Peter Fitzinger, um, the CEO of Athletics New Zealand, was reading out her list of achievements yesterday, which, you know, went for about three minutes, um, you just kind of went, oh, my God, that's right. You know, she was Halberg mm. Sportswoman of the Year seven times. She won the Supreme Award three years running. I remember, think back yeah. to those times, and I was like, is anybody <laughs> else ever going to win this thing? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, her dominance on the world stage. My God, she had, I, and I didn't know this, a streak of 107 successive shot put victories from 2006 wow. to 2015. Nobody could be there. So she, you just can't kind of imagine an athletics competition without her in it. And I think that she's, it's going to take her a while to get used to that. She was really emotional yesterday. You would have seen the videos of her yeah. um, choking up as soon as she started speaking because it was a big decision for her. And it's been the only thing that she's known in her life other than being a wife and a mum and and looking after her mum as a 15-year-old when her mum was dying. Athletics has been her her soul, her passion, her life, her career. Um, So she's not lost her athletics, of course. Um, She's going to continue coaching her sister, Lisa, in Paralympics. So it's... It, it's sad, but in a way, it's really, really proud that we had her mm. representing New Zealand for so long and doing so much. Suzanne, I mean, she's a she's a proudly fierce, independent woman. She's uh, she's strong. Mm. She certainly uh, steers her own ship uh, and her own destiny. Um, when she was at uh, the the last Olympics in Beijing and, and all these stories came out, that's it, she's done, she's going to retire. Do you think she actually wanted to then, but was like, you know what, I'm not going to let you guys dictate when I go, so I'm going to say nothing for a while and make you all look stupid and then I'll decide later on? You know her so well, Ricardo. Oh, my God, that is that is vowed to a T. You know, she is always like, oh, you guys want me to come out and say that I'm retiring and I'm not going to. She's, it's the first question you always ask me at a press conference. So, yeah, there would have been a bit of that, um, yeah, that fierceness that, you know, you're not going to determine when I give up, I will do that. And I think she, you know, she came home and I imagine that she was tired. She was a lot away for a long time in Tokyo for both the Olympics and then the Paralympics straight afterwards. And she came home and she found it quite hard. You know, she, she had to spend that time in MIQ, then transitioning straight back into being a mum. She found it really hard and I think that was a big part of it, that she went, I can't keep doing this. It's not fair to my kids, it's not fair to my husband and my mother-in-law who looks mm. after the kids when I'm away. And also, you have to um, acknowledge that her body is really tired. She has had so many yeah. surgeries, um, so much treatment. She gave a huge call out to 
her um, Lulabelle, her physio, Lou Johnson, who used to be my physio too, just throw that in there. Um, a wonderful woman, amazing woman, and she's held her together for a long time, just like she held me together for a long time. But she held Val together for a long time, and Val admits that, that without Lou, she just couldn't have carried on, probably for the last 10 years, I think. Um, so, yeah, she said her body, her, her soul, and her heart, that was the other thing, <laughs> her heart, her kids, mm. um, that was, the, that, that was made, what made the decision for her in the end. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's not an easy easy decision when you got to step away from something you've loved and you've done for such a long period of time. And I guess your body is the telling point. Without your body, you aren't able to to do the things that you used to. It's time to to move on and, and start your next journey in life. And you spoke about it. She's not she's not lost to athletics, and it's great to see her involved with Lisa and and helping her sister achieve her goals and giving back to the great uh, sport of athletics and shop what shop in particular, but can you see her uh, doing things outside of the arena, the big arena, like potentially going on and, and linking up with some big brands around the world, some big brands around the country, and she's so marketable. So what else could you see oh, her, yeah. her doing outside of the athletics arena? Yeah, well, she will. She'll carry on those relationships that she's had with her sponsors because mm. she's so, so good. Um, and... Mm. She'll also, I think, do a lot of work with the Tongan community now, especially in South Auckland. Um, yeah. You know, she is seen as a real role model for young Tongan kids, and she's going to... I, I think this is the time that she'll really do something with that. She has... You know, she does a lot of work out there. She goes and works with the kids at um, Bruce Pullman Park um, three days a week. Um, while she's out there with Lisa, she'll go and help the kids with athletics as well. She's been giving them her shoes, the shoes that she gets from Nike. She doesn't, she doesn't want to wear them all, so she's been giving them to kids who don't have shoes because that happened to her when she was a 13-year-old at um, Southern Cross Campus. She was started throwing at competitions barefoot. She, her family couldn't afford a pair of shoes for her, and a PE teacher gave her a pair of shoes. Now she's repaying that to other kids, which I think is just shows her heart. And um, but mm. I, th- I really think that you know I could even see her in in politics. You know, she is a straight yeah. shooter. She doesn't hold back. And maybe, you know, there's there's an opportunity for her there. But I think right now she just Mm. wants to concentrate on being uh, a wife and a mum to Kimoana and Kipalele, who, you know, has a little boy who's got type 1 diabetes. And she, you know, that takes up a big part of their lives too. So, Mm. first of all, mum, second coach, third, um, you know, a member of the community. I think we're going to see lots yeah. more from her. And, you know, she's a dame. She's got a damehood to live up to, too. You don't just sit back Ooh, now yeah. when you've been made a dame. It's a responsibility, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Yeah. She might she, she might be too honest and too straight-talking to be a politician for too long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Susan>. <laughs> As I said that, I thought exactly that, Ricardo. I thought, <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it might be just a brief part of her yeah. career. But yeah, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. She is on the Athletes um, Commission um, for World Athletics, yeah. 
and um, which is a huge role. And so, yeah, they, they love her for, you know, that black and white attitude and, she, and sticking up for athletes and saying, really saying what athletes need. So, yeah, she'll, I think she'll go a long way in that area too. Now, Suzanne, you, I mean, you've, met, you've met her, you've talked to her a, a number of times. What do you think's made her such a yeah. dominant force for such a long period of time in the sport? Um, definitely her attitude um, that um, that no take no prisoners attitude. Um, <laughs> she she wants to win. Um, she told her mum on her mum's deathbed that she she would go to the Olympics. Well, she did that five times. Um, she's a very strong individual. Um, through coming through that as a young kid. But, um, yeah, she also is very, a very proud New Zealander, a very proud Tongan. Uh, and, you know, she's got the, the mana behind it. She's got the weight behind it. She, she was a, you know, really strong athlete too. And she worked hard. And that time that she spent in Switzerland um, working with, um, Jean-Pierre Eggers was just um, so, so important to her career and learning to train differently, really using st- her strengths, and the, which meant that she, you know, her career, she elongated her career to 22 years. And, you know, not many athletes can do that. Yeah, she's a fascinating uh, individual and she's done some freakish things around uh, the sport of athletics. For one, we're just going to let you go very, very shortly. Before then, Kez is telling me to wrap up. But before then, I've got to ask, I've asked <laughs> a question. We spoke a lot about Dame Valerie Adams and her amazing achievements and uh, she deserves retirement and time to spend with her family. But Kez, if he was to cook dinner, if he was to cook dinner tonight, what would that be? What would that be? Or has he ever cooked dinner for you? <laughs> yes, he has. He has. He's getting. He's getting better at it. Um, okay. I think he'd probably make us chicken tacos, and Ooh, and not chicken. only he would. I I I want him to. So I'm putting that oh. challenge out to him. <laughs> there you go, kids. Chicken tacos, <laughs> mate. Turn your mic on. Yeah. You're right, a reply. What do you got for mum? I actually thought that uh, chicken tacos was on the list tonight. So as soon as I heard that, I knew that that was actually like I was being told that I'm cooking dinner tonight. <laughs> so yeah, uh, cheers for that, Izzy. You're listening to oh, Bears yeah. and Izzy. No, I'm joking. No, I'm carry on, carry on, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, Suzanne, that uh, he knows that he's been told to cook chicken tacos, but he doesn't know when he's been told to do his washing. Um, I, I, I did pick that up. Sorry, sorry. The washing is actually the one job that I do. Like I'll admit that. It's the one thing I do. <laughs> Hey, Suzanne, just before we let you go, I do have to ask you, and Izzy and I uh, had, this, had this chat before too, is where do you rank Dame Val amongst our all-time great Olympians? I gave Izzy my top five, but I'd be keen to hear where you think she sits. Yep. Oh, she's definitely in my top five, and I think that she would be number three. Ooh. There you go. So do you want Lisa, me to tell you who one and two are? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm picking Lisa Carrington, maybe one of them. <laughs> 
Yeah, Lisa Carrington, and then Peter Snell, and then Valerie Adam. Beautiful. How does that sit with you guys? It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. That's, I had all three of those in my top five. Yeah. Okay. I'd even I'd even chuck Daniel yep. Loder in my top five. Just what he was able to do in the pool. We haven't had too many Olympians, yeah, uh, doing so, having success in the pool. But he'd be in my top five. Daniel Loder. I remember him when I was young, nineteen ninety five, I think it was, when I was down there in Fraser So, yep. Anyway, thank yep. you, thank you, Suzanne McFadden, Kez's mum, for coming on the show and always bringing a laugh and some good <laughs> energy and sharing some insights to the great Dame Valerie Adams, who has retired from Shot Put Competition. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Thank you, Izzy. Thank you, Ricardo. Thank you, Karen, for cooking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Keza. We'll get a wee update tomorrow. Hopefully he doesn't burn the chicken tacos. Very, very simple meal, Keza. Surely you can't butcher that. Anyway, we'll find out tomorrow when we come back. That was Suzanne McFadden reflecting on Valerie Adams' amazing career. And, well, just giving us a little dig on the great Kieran in the back room, in the kitchen. Hopefully the kitchen's on fire. We'll be back shortly. You listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.